0: Welcome to Observing Others. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Jeremy? Hey, we're causing trouble. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing good. Deneen, how are you?
1: Great. How are you and Jeremy doing this morning?
0: We're doing great. It's Fabulous. great to have you back on our podcast.
1: Woo-hoo. Yes, thank you for having me. And? Thankful Tuesday.
0: Thankful Tuesday, and we like to be uh, on location in different places. We call it sometimes a porta a podcast <laughs> Today, we're porting... Our podcast from Roosters in Layton. How about that?
2: Sounds great. It's beautiful here. Awesome and then some. I haven't been to this part of it, or since they did the remodel. Hey,
0: it's so. a nice remodel, and they've got a big. So I made the cover picture of my Facebook uh, account: the big rooster on the bricks in the way in. Did you see that? I have
1: chicken, so I'm really impressed by that rooster. Yeah,
0: that is that is one big <laughs> That's rooster. A big,
1: good-looking rooster.
0: And we have a rooster uh, catering manager with us today, or well, I guess. Liz, you'll have to tell us who you are and what your real title is. I just called you catering manager. Is that close?
3: Uh, Yeah. I'm the event coordinator and the catering director.
0: So Liz is taking Danielle's spot. Danielle's stuck at Station Park. But Liz has kindly and graciously decided to not only let us have a little meet and greet here, but also even with a little laryngitis, uh, Liz (laughs) is joining us on the podcast. So thank you for joining us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: So, Jeremy, you were here before when this was Corbin's, and now it is the full first floor belongs to the Roosters Brewery. Is that right, Liz?
3: Yes. huh. We have taken over the whole entire floor. We've got the Coop, which is our 21 and over bar. Um, we have Roosters still. And then in between the two, we have our new event space.
0: Now, do they call that a tap room? Is the Coop a tap room, or is that something different?
1: Um. Honestly, I don't. I mean, they brew things Isn't here. Tap bar sure. when they only serve beer, and because they're a full bar, they it don't refer right. it to as a tap bar.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Tap Thank room. you, Janina. Tap room, a tap bar, but the coop. I love it. I love it. Goes with the rooster part. Yeah. <laughs> and since we're doing Thankful Tuesday to help with Thanksgiving turkeys. <laughs> The birds can flock together. Birds of different feathers, but they can flock together, right? That's right. And, <laughs> Deneen, good. you have chickens. Do you have roosters?
1: Uh, no, because I don't want any more chickens. Okay. Um, I only have chickens, but um, my across-the-street neighbor has a rooster that wakes us up every morning. And, and they're very, they're really pretty animals. I, I don't know. I'm a chicken person. So obviously I think roosters are good looking.
0: Oh, there you go. And see, so I thought you weren't going to have more chickens because, because not that you didn't want more chickens, but uh, you didn't want the rooster to wake you up. But now you, no, I don't the neighbor the has solved that yeah. problem.
1: Uh-uh. Don't have that problem. Can wake up all on my own.
0: <laughs> the, the, the cock, what is it? The cockadoodle do? doo Is that what they say, Jeremy?
2: I like it. Yeah.
1: It doesn't really sound like cock-a-doodle-doo though when it's live.
0: Oh, there you go. Do that. That's. And excellent. then
1: all the the chickens in the neighborhood get all excited. All the girls get excited.
0: You heard it right here, <laughs> right? Right? One more time. What is are...
1: No, I can't no. do it. No. <laughs> oh,
0: now you, now you put her on the spot. Oh,
1: you put me on the spot. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> well, we got one in there, so we're good. So, so so Liz. In the past, we've done Thankful Tuesday at Tucanos, so the toucan bird. Oh, yeah. So we didn't nice. fly, fly far from the coop or the nest <laughs> to be at a place, but this is really beautiful. Yeah, so I ask you, Jeremy, if you'd remember the before and after. Behind me, and, and we're not videoing today, we're, we're practicing our with our camera, but we're not videoing it. But behind me used to be the, the room where Corbin's had their, um, I guess it wasn't a banker room, but a meeting room. But look how much Big. more beautiful and much more space Liz, this is just amazing, and and it's connected to another room that can open these partitions, and this room can even be larger, is that right?
3: Yes, so technically we can have three separate rooms. Um, The smaller room on the other side of the wall that you see right now can also be divided in half into two smaller, smaller rooms. Um, So
1: each of those two small rooms can seat up to about 16 to 20 people comfortably. That's I love awesome. your patio back here and the way it just the windows open everything yeah. up. It's really, yeah, very, we very, like very to pretty. Have
3: the natural light.
0: And yeah, I saw a sign beside the sign that says, Welcome Open Doors and Thankful Tuesday. I saw another sign that says, The patio is open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that time of year. Yes, you'd be
3: surprised how many people ask oh. to sit on the patio when it's freezing cold. So we have to tell them, No, it is closed today because our <laughs> servers don't want to go out there.
2: So is it, um, in this spot behind us is that part of the coop or is that part of event space as well I mean, that's got? part of the coop yes okay okay
0: yeah so let's talk about the coop for a minute there's another sign Alan on the door that talks about trivia and bingo not your grandma's bingo i think is what it said right <laughs> is that what it said yeah Liz?
3: Yes, um, Tuesday they have bingo night, um, and then Wednesday is trivia night. They bring someone in; she brings all her equipment, her sound system, and everything. And it's free to play. You just come, have a good time, have some drinks or some food, and have fun. You could win some prizes.
0: I, I love that laid-back, casual atmosphere. So this is not my first rodeo. <laughs> this is not my first uh, farm visit to uh, Roosters. I originally went to the Roosters. It's on twenty. Is it twenty-fifth Street? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, a great event space upstairs at that Roosters, and here we're all on the first floor. How long has Roosters been? Tell us the backstory of Roosters, I guess, Liz.
3: Um, so, it was started by Kim and Pete. Um, they are the owners, and they started, I believe Union Grill was their first location. They also own Union Grill. Okay. Um, and they were partnered initially with some people, and the lady was obsessed with roosters, apparently. And so she insisted that the name be roosters. I get it. (laughs) Um, And she collected all sorts of roosters. She had ceramic roosters and wooden roosters. So we have a ton of just roosters lying around in storage. Rooster
0: artifacts. (laughs)
3: Yes, lots of them.
0: Merch. Merch, right? Roosters merch. But I noticed they do have, they have t-shirts and things. They have a little merchandise area now. And over where there used to be kind of a, gathering area or a banquet area. They've remodeled that. It's brighter and a lot more windows, I think, but they've got a little, uh, mer- t-shirt merchandise place. I like it branding. Uh, you know, you need one of those t-shirts, Jeremy, cause you wear, right. I love when he does this. So Jeremy is, as all of you know, is the master of social media, uh, clips, videos, whatever we call them anymore. But, um, and he's always, I love it that he wears the t-shirts of places that we've either been or we participated in as an open, open doors or I will get you an
1: open doors t-shirt
0: I like it there you go I like it and so it's great to see so when I see him on the multiple uh, platforms that we see Jeremy on I'm all, not just looking at what he's what, what his antics are for the day but I'm also looking at what t-shirt you were wearing Guyver the other day
2: I was I was yeah and I guess outside the box the more that it has some kind of a catchy like there it's crazy that the additional comments that you get from you know so I guess kind of going to the Guy shirt, I don't get as much, you know, except for, you know, maybe some Kelly credit for it. But uh, like on the other ones, I have this Garfield one that talks about, sorry, uh, not going to do something today. And I get additional extra credit for, for that. So that's awesome. Those, I'm sure like a Roosters one or an, it says open doors. You are able. It's kind of right. Yeah. That's the, one of those. That kind of, that's the catchphrase. Like like you it. are able. See, and that's where and then you just get additional.
0: So. And we take our T-shirts seriously. Jeremy oh. and I, we wore matching T-shirts. that, And, we, you know, the hello, my name is badges that you get at meetings and things. Oh. I didn't bring ours today. I probably will next time. But Jeremy and I made T-shirts that were hello, my name is. And then in a different font, we did our name signature on our shirts. And we went around Summit last year with a hello, my name is type of thing. <laughs> and at first people thought, these guys... A little weird, but we actually had a, a whiteboard that was just like it, shaped like the hell "Hello, My Name Is" board. I mean, sticker. And we would we made a video with all as many people at Summit as we could writing their name and holding it, and we passed it on. It was like mm-hmm. this major pass along project. And the whole video is one person giving their card to the next person who has their name on it. Then, and mm-hmm. so we've spliced them all together. It was that
1: nice. sounds fun. That's a really fabulous. Cool idea.
0: So, I was in trouble having fun. End of this month, we're going to have to figure out what kind of new T-shirt to wear. Oh, we also had the next day, we wore one that said Smile Bringer, and, he, and we had a shirt that just had the lips, just had the smile. No <laughs> nose, no eyes, just the smile. We were Smile Bringers. Mm. So there's the backstory to that, too. But enough about T-shirts, though. However, I'm still recommending you grab one before we're done today.
3: We Uh, will definitely get you some T-shirts.
0: There you go. For Jeremy and his uh, T-shirt collection. And I've run into Jeremy in different places, and I've seen... I even think I saw the Hello My Name is T-shirt Right?
2: Hey, you know, I always sporting and always creating, so it's one of those where...
0: It's all about branding and marketing, and today we're not really... um, we're we're what do we what are we doing here today, Danine? Tell the tell the audience.
1: Well, we're starting, believe it or not, our kickoff for the holiday season for people that are in need, and we're calling it Thankful Tuesday because we're having people come in today to Roosters to do a meet and greet and actually um, ask them to bring a twenty five dollar gift card or more, whatever they want for a family in need for Thanksgiving. Um, Unfortunately, um, as of August, our food bank saw an increase of 48% from just March of the previous, of the same year. Mm. So we're kind of gearing up, and hopefully we'll be able to help all these families, which we've been around since 1985, and we've never not helped a family for Thanksgiving. That's awesome. So we have big shoes to fill, and they're our own.
0: This is our third year of doing thankfulness or thankful Tuesdays. And the first year we did not, well, I, mean, I don't, all I remember is taking a tour of open doors and seeing the freezers and all the turkeys and how there just wasn't enough freezer room for the demand of turkeys. Right. And so Danine had this great idea, let's collect gift cards to a, a grocery store. And when we present them with these really cool, strong banana boxes full of all the Thanksgiving accoutrements for that dinner, except the turkey will give them the gift card, right?
1: And yeah, so what we do is we put together boxes with everything in it from potatoes and cranberry sauce and stuffing. And the turkeys are hard to keep because they have to be frozen. And as you being in the restaurant business know... Yeah. There's a lot of space for turkeys. <laughs> a lot of space. Um, and so we decided to collect gift cards and free up the space. And also, too, we have all different cultures that come through our food bank. And they may not eat turkey for Thanksgiving. They may want something else. And that also gives them the ability to choose what they want. By being able to have choice, it also gives you dignity.
0: That's awesome. So, I was in Europe for one Thanksgiving, and I had venison or deer. Didn't, it wasn't, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is not a thing there. So on Thanksgiving Day... So it's like at the restaurant I'm like, well, I guess we'll have some deer.
1: Didn't the Mayflower kind of go over that way and they met the indigenous people? <laughs> there,
0: you, there you go. So, this this being year number 3 We've decided... Jeremy's the one that told us, don't start in August, start in September. That's a really early thing to be talking about fall. So now we're here into September. And so this will be our first. And and today, you're going to hear our podcast after the event. But I'm here to invite you, for those who are listening, want to know more about Thankful Tuesday. We're going to have... And thank you, Roosters, Nathan and Liz and Kim, for hosting us. But on the 10th of October... We're going to do another Thankful Tuesday. And I just asked Anine, I thought, and and we'll ask Liz too, maybe we could do a podcast before that event and talk to some of the Open Doors people Mm -hmm. about some of the other projects and things that they are doing um, as uh, services. Now, we've mentioned it on our podcast before that we're not a handout, we're a hand up or helping hand up, right?
1: Yeah, we definitely... um don't want to get in the habit of constantly giving, 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 pay, paying people's rent, handing them groceries. We also want to give them a pathway out of poverty. So, a lot of times you come to use our services, great, here it is, you need your food, you want to come back again, you have to sit down with a case manager. And say, okay, we just gave you a hundred dollars worth of food. What did you do with that hundred dollars? Let's look at your finances. You know, what's the situation here? Okay, you're not making enough money to cover your bills. How can we help you improve your skills, get your GED, get a better job? That's our whole point: is economic self sufficiency. And how we do that, no pun intended, is we kind of dangle a carrot, and it's either food or helping people with their housing issues, whatnot. So.
0: Yeah. So. Recently, I was uh, voted as chairman of the board or board chair for Open Doors. Yay. So this is my first run at sitting at this side of the table. It's almost like Thanksgiving where you can sit at the big table. Because all the years your, your, you sat at the little card tables with the-, the
1: kids table. Yeah, the, the kids, kids table, table.
0: And they had the the paper plates. There was no- Grandma's china was not on the kids You're table. You Right? So uh, now we're at the big table, so to speak. But uh, Liz, te- tell us about the- um, Tell us about what, I'm pausing because recently you did a, um, a catering event at Hill Air Force Base. So tell us about what it takes to get the stuff from the restaurant to the base, even though it seems pretty close. When I came by, there were vans all lined up, loading everything you could think of. Must have been, was it a big event? Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, so this last one was for about a thousand people. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had one another one on base as well for about three thousand people. Um,
0: that base knows how to hold yeah, events. Like yeah. when they do their when they do their their air show, it's like five hundred thousand people. people will show up. So that's pretty amazing to yes. be able to host that. And so, it, it, yeah, when I came there, they were pulling their hair out trying to get stuff ready. But what kind of things did you offer um, at Hill Air Force Base that you're able to cater to such a large group?
3: Yeah, so we we keep it pretty simple. We do more of a buffet style. Um, this last one we did like a pulled pork sandwich, um, some coleslaw, some chips, um, and then a drink. It was, I believe, it was it was a car show on base. Okay. Um, so participants purchased a ticket. They paid half of the food cost and then the base organization that was sponsoring it paid the other half so people were getting a meal for four dollars that is awesome that's Um, great yeah so we try to keep it pretty cost effective for everybody so nobody feels left out they can't afford it um
0: that's amazing and i didn't even know about the car show but it sounds like if if there were that many people you catered to that's that's a great uh, turnout
3: yeah Yeah, it's been a really good turnout every year for us.
0: That's awesome. So I don't know how big the turnout will be today, Jeremy, but I do know that we've had between 12 and 32 before at some of these. And in the past, we've gone from just doing drinks or we've actually sometimes done the buffet, like Liz was saying. And today we're going to do drinks and appetizers, but we're going to invite our guests that... um, after we meet and greet and mingle a little bit, if they want to purchase from the menu, we're going to offer that too. So it's kind of a, 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 an open door to choose whether you want to have just appetizers and a drink, or if you're going to order a meal, but uh, I've enjoyed the events that I've had at roosters. Um, So I've hosted some things here, but I've also been a guest at some of the things and, you know, you just can't go wrong, Mm-mm. especially there's some kind of Marseille type of mushroomy thing they got going. Tell me about that. There's this <laughs> there is a really good chicken that has something on it. I don't. Um,
1: is Marcella?
0: Is that yeah. what it's called? I think that, that sounds right.
3: Possibly. We have a chicken Milano. There you go. Well, yeah. I
0: was in the wrong it's country, really but I was trying mess. to get close.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's got like a lemon butter caper sauce. Yes, that, that's what I'm talking about. we cook, cook it in. Yeah. Can't go
0: wrong. Uh, to be able to have, uh, um, and, and not a steakhouse, but offering some kinds of, um, what what are the foods basically that Rooster serves?
3: We kind of have a wide variety of food. We've got like burgers and sandwiches, the basics. We've got pasta and pizza. Um, then you can get a little bit more fancy. We have steak and chicken and salmon. Um, we've got salads, soup. Pretty much anything you can think of. We probably have it or can accommodate if you want it.
1: Oreo cheesecake. Oh,
3: that really? is really good. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's okay. what they have on
0: their menu. Yep. Yes. <laughs> have you had their Oreo cheesecake? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: I know. The desserts are so good, and they're all made in-house. So.
0: Oh, even better. Yeah. Homemade desserts here at the, and the Roosters location is really close to the Davis Convention Center and the hotel that it's attached to. Yeah. In fact, almost share, everybody almost shares the same parking lot. We
3: kind of do share the parking lot.
0: In fact, they had such a demand for parking, they put a parking lot across the way in an old field just to accommodate the convention center.
2: So just yeah. between me and you, yeah, that parking lot is short video famous.
0: Wow. Jeremy has used the not often used because it's usually for overflow, but you've used that parking lot. Hey,
2: when it's not overflow, <laughs> it's a perfect viral video. So oh,
0: that is awesome. That now means, I'm gonna so. have to study the concrete and the asphalt there. See, is Jeremy on location at the overflow <laughs> parking lot? <See? laughs>
2: so with the uh, do you on your neck, of the woods, do you see catering a bigger call or like the meeting space a bigger call where you seeing most of your Uh, your overflow and I mean it sounds like you got a good base presence but you know what else are you seeing come through or what else would you like to see come come through on Um, both catering or in building
3: we've kind of seen all kinds of parties come through I've done birthday parties I've done business holiday parties um, I've done quite a few like business seminars well they'll come in Um, I have one next week they rent out the space for three days in a row They come in about 8 a.m. and they go until 3 or 4 p.m. They just have their meeting. We've got a big projector and two screens um, in the other room that we can project anything onto. They have classes in here. So it's kind of nice because they can all be here, order lunch, not have to leave and worry about finding another parking spot or getting back in time. Um, I've also done funerals, um, weddings.
0: Yeah, it's a great little reception area when you come through there. And... uh, a lot of people, when they start a business, let's say they started a restaurant, if you're not thinking about the what I call the corporate account, then you're looking for patrons who are foot trafficking through a business. Let's say you were a florist, or even back in the day when there were copy places, right? The copy place and the florist are not going to survive with just foot traffic. Mm-hmm. They're going to need the corporate account, and that corporate account is the one that does the large printing or the funerals or the large amount of purchases. And so businesses like roosters that can cross over with catering and event space are more likely to do a better business overall than businesses that are just trying to find the narrow niche of feeding the public. Wouldn't you agree that there are so many businesses that don't survive because they don't have the the le- they haven't leveraged themselves and pivoted to the point where they're able to do catering or have an event space and and I like the fact that that Roosters understood that especially when you're catering for one thousand or three thousand people that you know that that making sure that you have it, each of your bases covered I guess mm-hmm. s- to to have to have those offerings because I mean and there are some people who just cater you know wholesale they just cater to businesses and company parties and things but
3: yeah yeah absolutely.
0: And so I I like that because then it gives you, as a business owner, you have more confidence. Like if if it's a slow traffic day, because some days here at Roosters, it's so busy. Another day you'll come in and like it's only one and there's like hardly anybody in the restaurant, but Mm. they're not living by the restaurant patrons alone.
2: Thousand, 3,000 people People. on base. Yeah. It's probably a good day to have a quieter day at the restaurant because you've been cooking and everything else using all that manpower.
0: Right, and I, le- I learned this because my brothers worked for Lagoon, and my brother, David, who worked there as, as a full-time employee all year long, he says, let me show you how Lagoon really makes its money, and it took he took me back to all the pavilions, and they had torn out parts of the park and put in pavilions after pavilions, and if you were to walk the perimeter of Lagoon, you'll, you'll see places where there are pavilions for company corporate events that I never imagined they could put a pavilion and they're catering. It's like Lagoon is the largest caterer in the state of Utah because of the volume of catering they can do. And that's why this one amusement park can be open only semi seasonally because they're able to make so much of it up with the corporate account or corporate catering.
3: Interesting.
0: So besides, maybe parking too, right, Jeremy? The cost of parking.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> How much right. do they
0: make a day in parking if parking is, uh, okay.
2: Hey, keep it out. Roosters <laughs> might chart, start charging oh, yeah. Yeah, parking. Sorry, They give them any ideas. Thanks <laughs> for the
0: free sad. parking today, by the way. Well,
2: especially in this
1: area of Davis County, catering to those large businesses and corporations, because we do have so many in this part of the county. The manufacturing, industrial, like you stated, Hill Air Force Base and all the companies that support Hill a lot of business up here especially for that corporate events are huge and a lot of the positions are such to where you need skills and you have to take classes and it's fun to go to one place have all your staff go do a training then have a nice lunch finish your training and you're done
3: yeah yeah it's it's quite a convenient location um and there isn't really another event space that's as versatile um, within Davis County a lot of them are specifically for more weddings. They're a little fancier right. and they're a lot more expensive. So a corporate event, having a, a seminar, it's not going to be
1: very cost effective to pay a well, couple I thousand Well, I think dollars. Open Door should do their next event here, Mr. Chairman of the okay. Board over there.
0: <laughs> that's good. To know. So, so that's another thing we can talk about. Oftentimes, um, nonprofits have galas and... Um, uh, kind of a semi-formal or an event where they're able to do some raffles and able to, and I, I attended a few of those last year. Um, what we've tried to do in the past, and but I'm gonna, I am like that idea, we should do it. But what we've tried to do is not put so much emphasis on how much we're going to spend on event space, on event accoutrements, so that the funds and money that we're able to collect are able to go towards um, those in need. But what I've discovered at those uh, uh, high and uh, galas is they have you take your credit card when you walk in, Jeremy, and then you can bid on stuff. Last year I bid on a trip to Orlando. <laughs> and, and so there is a way to collect additional mm-hmm. funds from, you know, having an event that isn't like a, a big open casino. But but being able to to bid for prizes and do those kind of things. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. And, and this is, um, as Liz was saying, it's such a, a, a versatile, versatile place because it looks really, you know, fancy, and it's it's they, you've done a great job with the remodel. That's all. That's what I'm getting at. And, and the coop, I've looked through that. There, they're not open on Mondays. Open on Tuesday. What is it? Tuesday through Tuesday through Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, so you, so we're inviting you to not only attend one of our uh, thankful Tuesdays, but come support um, Roosters. It's it's a local business. That's something we've been focusing on. Is is. Talking to local businesses. So Janine, I think that'd be great to and to, uh, maybe have Kim come in and, and and maybe she doesn't have to be on the podcast, but maybe Kim can come and tell us about um, how multiple locations besides the, the union location came to be, came to came about.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can probably get her here. She loves she loves meeting people and kind of promoting the business but also giving back to the community. She Kim and Pete are some of the most giving business owners that there are, they're always donating. And that is so good to hear. To that's cut awesome. And breaks where they can to make sure that everybody can afford to get what they want. Um,
1: you know, that's what's great about the Davis County community um, in working here for 13 years. Um, anytime they, the community finds there's a need, they really step up to try and help, to fill it, to help others. And they do so like non-judgmentally. It's, hey, there's a family in need, there's kids in need, what can we do? How can we help? And that's what makes my job very easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you say things like that, there's businesses that want to support these nonprofits, there's always people that want to help, that, that's really ingrained in the community.
0: That is good, and we don't have to beg, that's what's beautiful, don't. there's no begging going on, and it's, um, it's and being, having a classy place like Roosters hosting it is, is uh, the ambiance is built in, right, Jeremy? well played so today at 11 o'clock again you're not really you're not going to hear this because we're not gonna we're not we're not we never record live but that means we also don't edit so there's a big old pause in the middle of this episode where i had to think twice about how i was asking about the catering at hill air for space but liz oh, thank nice. you so much for hosting both um our podcast and our meet and greet our thankful tuesday and uh, we'd like to come back and do both.
1: Yeah. Yes, please do.
0: On the 10th of October. So look for that invitation on a social media. Look for Jeremy wearing a rooster's a T-shirt. rooster's T-shirt. Ooh, yes. <laughs> and an
2: open doors one. And open doors. What? Front and back. Yeah.
0: I like it. together. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks again, everybody. And thank you for being with us. Thanks again, Jeremy. Thank you. you. Mean, thanks, ladies. Thank
1: you.